0: This is the Movement of the Holy Family. Welcome to our daily Rosary Meditation. Let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's call to mind all those we've promised to pray for. Today we meditate on the deadly sin of greed. Avarice or greed is a disordered preoccupation with money or the things money can buy. Of all the deadly sins, This one is perhaps the most starkly condemned in the New Testament. It was the vice of Judas who stole from the common purse, complained when money was spent on Christ's glory, and finally sold his Lord and God for 30 pieces of silver. Jesus tells his followers in no uncertain terms, you cannot serve both God and money and he warns that it will be very difficult for the rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. St. Paul and Pink Floyd tell us that money, so they say, is the root of all evil today. Money, it's a gas. Grab that cash with both hands and make a stash. New car, caviar, four-star daydream. Think I'll buy me a football team. Now, Almost nobody ever lists greed as one of their sins when they go to confession. Almost nobody thinks they have a problem with greed. But don't you think it's kind of weird that we, the richest nation in history, should think that we're all totally free from the vice that Jesus was so concerned to warn us about? See, the problem is, greed is everywhere. It's not that we don't suffer from avarice. It's that it's been so woven into the pattern of all our lives, we can't even see it anymore. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. lead all souls to heaven especially those most in need of thy mercy
0: well why is the love of money the root of all evil because all sin all evil comes from preferring some worldly thing to the love of god and love of neighbor and money which is a symbol of the power for getting others to give you what you want on demand is therefore the primary symbol for the things of this world love of money Preoccupation with money and the stuff money can get you is therefore equivalent to a preoccupation with this world. And preoccupation with the things of this world means a rejection of the kingdom of heaven. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: We treat money in so many ways as the measure of our identity and success. As St. John Henry Newman says, all bow down before money. We feel validated by a larger paycheck instead of by more meaningful work. We send our kids to school and to college so they can get good jobs, which usually means well-paying jobs, Instead of prioritizing the formation of their minds and their wills and imaginations for holiness and happiness, and we admire, cultivate, and flatter people with money, and then we treat the poor like we're doing them some favor just by spending time with them. This is not the way of the Lord, the Lord who came to us in the form of a baby born in a barn and a homeless vagabond, the King who fills the hungry with good things and sends the rich away empty. Now, money isn't a bad thing, and it can legitimately factor into our calculations, but it should never be our main criterion of what people or activities are worth. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
0: Jesus told us not to worry about what we eat or what we wear. And St. Paul tells us that if we have food and clothing, we should be content with that. So why is it in a society where every single one of us is guaranteed to have food and clothing that we're constantly worrying about money and the stuff money can buy? Again, it's because our greed has made money into an idol, and idols never leave us with any peace. So we need to identify what kind of money or stuff money can buy we're anxious about. Is it your car or car payments, your house or house payments? Are you consumed with the, the need, I don't know how it could be a need, to buy another house? or what college your kids will get into, or what tuition payments will be, or is it your job security, or the rising prices of inflation? Is it your medical needs? Or maybe you're afraid that you're going to outlive your money. But remember, God told us that He takes care of the lily and the sparrow, and He'll take care of you and your family. Now, we won't have perfect lives on this earth, So we should stop trying to make it perfect here. Money and the stuff money can get you are no substitute for the peace that comes from living simply and preparing for heaven by seeking intimacy with Jesus first. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: lead all souls to heaven especially those most in need of thy mercy
0: greed shows its ugly head by a consumerism that replaces union with god as the goal of life with the getting and possessing of material things and by an eagerness and carelessness in living beyond one's means and a failure to give 10 percent to the church and the poor jesus warns us about the trap of greed when he says i tell you Do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat, nor about your body, what you shall put on. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, nor 401k. And yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Provide yourselves with purses that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So, how do we overcome Greed, first, by spending time with God in prayer. If we spend time with Him, then we'll begin to desire less and less the things of this world. But we also overcome greed by living more simply and by practicing trust in God. That if we do our best to fulfill our duties, He'll take care of us. And finally, by giving generously, out of our want rather than our abundance. For God has given us everything and He only asks for 10% in return. I'm not sure if I know anyone who gives 10% of their annual income away. May God rebuke rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power power of God, God, cast into hell Satan and and all all the evil evil spirits who prowl throughout the the world, seeking the ruin of souls. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen.
0: I need to amend that last point because I actually do know a few people who give 10% of their wealth away every year, but they're not many. Hmm. So... Teresa, seriously, since we got back from the Holy Land, I have not had a chance to ask you, what was your favorite place?
1: You mean, other than getting a tattoo in the oldest tattoo parlor in the world?
0: Sure, I mean, (laughs) past that.
1: Uh, There was a moment where I had to go off on my own and record, and we were just off in the Sea of Galilee. And I was standing there alone for about half an hour, and the sea was still and it just felt like God was there. Really? It, it felt like when I, when I die, and if I go to heaven, that is what I will see when I open my eyes, just being there. Because it feels like Jesus could just walk out on the water towards you.
0: Wow. This is why the thing that I love to do most is to take people to the Holy Land. Everyone's experience is, is unique, it's different, but it's like this. It's this unbelievable encounter with Jesus and Mary. And it's because that's what the land does. That's why they call it the fifth gospel. The land is the fifth gospel. You know what my favorite part was?
1: What was your favorite part?
0: Being there with you. (laughs) And actually that's because I've been to the Holy Land so many times. That's my favorite part every time is the people that I get to take. Yeah. And that's why I want to invite everyone out there. Come to the Holy Land with me. I want to give you a personal invitation to come because I want to get to know you. I want to meet you. I want to learn about your life. But I also, I want to show you these places. I want to pray the rosary with you in each of these spots. And I, I want to, in the little way that I can, help you to experience Jesus in the Holy Land. And I think we should make this one this June the international pilgrimage because we're doing the rosary in 120 countries now.
1: That's crazy.
0: So wouldn't it be awesome to have people coming from all over the world that could come together Mm -hmm. and share this experience in the Holy Land? And we can help you set up your flights from anywhere in the world. It's really easy. So just go to our website, schooloffaith.com or contact us at Trinity Travel.